I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Oh, man, got a radio show. Man, got a radio show and a whole lot more, too, man. God is good to me. I have no other explanation. I have no other explanation of my existence and where I stand in this thing called life, except if it was not for the goodness of God Almighty, if it was not for his grace and his mercy, there's no way I could exist the way that I do. I would not be who I am or where I am. I am who I am and where I am simply because God is who he is. If it was not for God, I would have no testimony for you because I would have failed every single test. Plain, pure, and simple. I can sit here today and tell you flat out that it is purely because of God's grace and mercy that I exist today because of his favor. See, now, he he shows us favor in life because of a, a combination of things I've discovered. And this is not the whole answer to life. I'm, I can assure you it's not. But this is a combination that I've grown to understand better and better, and I wish I had gotten it earlier in my life. But here it is. If you take faith and you combine it with an incredible work ethic, then God has the greatest opportunities to show you favor. One more time. If you take faith, I said faith, 
Because in the scripture it says you can have the faith of a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds. If you take faith and you combine it with an incredible work ethic, it allows the most opportunities for God to show you favor. That's the best way I can explain success to you from my standpoint. It is the combination of faith and work that produces the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, a lot of times we want God to bless us, but we ain't doing nothing for him to bless. So now we sideways in the equation a little bit. But see, if you had the faith in God that God can do anything but fail, that God will get you through, that God will see you through, that the God is the God you serve is the greatest giver of all good things. If you kept that faith intact through it all and you produced an incredible work ethic, that allows the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, w- without that, what you want God to do? See, you can have faith. And be sitting at the house watching TV. There's nothing being produced. No opportunities for God to show you favor. And you got to do some things, man, that you are uncomfortable doing or don't feel like doing or something that don't have the right payoff right in front of your face with the faith that it'll pay off later on. See, too many people are working for the right now reward. And the right now reward is not how it works. Sometimes the reward is coming later on up the road. But the only way you can know that is if you got to to apply the faith. And see, the reason you don't know that, that it's coming like that, or you have to have faith to believe that it's coming, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith is. Look, man. It's easy to believe in something you can see. That's it ain't, ain't nothing. What 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 that take? You know, you standing at yo, let me give you an example. You standing at the crosswalk with with a walk sign on it, and the, and the sign flashing on the corner, don't walk. Then the the signs say walk. What do you think your chances of making it across that street is? Well, pretty good. Cause guess what? The signs say walk. You can see the other side. There's other people in the crosswalk walking. So guess what? You strike out blindly. It don't take a lot of faith to get across that street. That's 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 not what I'm talking to you about. I'm talking about the faith, the belief in things that you cannot see. The faith that what I'm doing today, I believe in my heart of heart. That God wouldn't bring me this far to leave me. That God is a true and living God. That he keeps his promises. That later on, these things that I'm working towards right now going to pay off later on. See, too many people want the reward right now. They want to go to work Friday, get the check Saturday. You know, we want to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get the check Friday. If somebody come to you and say, hey, man, uh, if you do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then you do this Saturday and come back and do this Monday through Friday. In the long run, it'll pay off. And you say, man, I ain't finna do all that. See, that's not the exhibition of faith. If it's the right thing to do, if it's, if it's a good thing to do, if it's a just thing to do. See, if it's sin in it, it ain't God. 
You can just clear it on up right there. You can stop all the wondering if that's his voice talking to you, if it's the right thing to do. If it's sin in it, it's not God talking to you. Kill it. You, you, you can shut it down. You ain't got to wonder about it. Go down there and seek revenge. That ain't God. Go tell him off when you see him. That ain't God. Anything that's got sin in it is not God's voice telling you to do it. So you can, you can kill that conversation today. That's how you know. But if you align yourself up, man, and you and what you're doing is just and right and correct and pleasing in the sight of God, it'll pay off for you later on. And see, uh, here's, 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 here's the best way I can tell it to you. Here's another one. When you're going somewhere, when you're, when you're on the road to going somewhere, and you know the somewhere that you're trying to get to, Let's say you've set a goal or a vision for yourself. You know where you want to get to. You got a got a good idea. And you on your way to going there. Listen to me. When it gets hard, and it is going to get hard, when it gets difficult, and it is going to get difficult, when it becomes challenging, and it is going to become challenging, when it becomes all three of those things, when it don't look like it's going to happen, listen to me. Don't stop and complain so much. But see, I know he done blessed me, but in the middle of it, man, I, I felt a little heavy. And you got to be careful when it get hard for you because you'll find yourself complaining. And when you complain and see, what you can't do is you can't complain so much that you forget that the place that you're trying to go to, you actually on your way there still. See, don't get caught up in the complaining and then lose sight of your blessing that's actually happening to you. What? Really, man, of, of all the times to register a complaint to God, to sit up and go, hey, man, I, 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 didn't, I wanted to ease back into this thing. Ease back in. Man, you in. It's, it's a tornado whirling around you. You ain't got time to ease back in. You got to go on and jump back in it. It is what it is. To whom much is given, much is required. Always appreciate the blessings. Don't get so caught up in the complaints that you lose sight of the blessings, man. God got a lot for you in your life, man. But you got to have them two things, y'all. You got to take that faith and you got to apply a, a, a crazy work ethic to it. And that creates the most opportunities for God to show you favor. And when God starts showing you favor, man, all them seeds you planted, all of that, all of that wheat you've been sowing, all of that hard work you've been put in, God will pay it off. And he'll pay it off in ways that you don't even see coming. Okay? Cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I was born to change my mind. <laughs> what? Oh, you're supposed to finish that, man. Come on, at least give us a by the river. <laughs> yes, at least the OJs. You got to I was born by the river. Woo! That's all I'm going to do. That was good enough for me. Because I was <laughs> born by a river. It's a creek down our backyard in West, West Virginia. Oh, that song was about in you. In a little shack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just like yeah. the river running. Morning, Shirley. <laughs> oh, you just stop? I yeah. can't keep up. <laughs> That's how I want to start today. Just erratic <laughs> behavior. Just random. Sup, Junior? Oh, Morning. Man. Morning, Going Steve. on, Tommy? Big doggy dog. Good 
You're in a great mood today. Man, I ought to just bust it, out in another one. Jazz. Yeah, that's the one. That's jazz, the one. Jazz. Jazz. Let me make love to you, darling. Ooh. Yeah. Man. Tell, Just start. I love it. Tell the millennials, though. You got to let the millennial, millennials know what's going on, what's happening. See, I'm just busting out. I'm just busting out hits. <laughs> yeah. These are old school Not hits. Not busting. Old busting. school hits. Uh-huh. Classic. That just open up with just gut-wrenching <laughs> singing. You got a Teddy yes. Pendergrass in What that one, uh, that, uh. Teddy P? That boy yeah. used to open for me. Uh. Oh, uh, what was that? Tina Marie and Oh Rick James? Oh what was uh, that song? You talking about Frank. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, Frank. Oh. <laughs> he be in the hallway oh, rehearsing. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Hallam. Boy, that damn Frank. Be Fire in that hallway. Like, like, love him and leave him. Yeah. He, he, he would be <laughs> Fire Design. Yeah, he would be singing in that towel in the hallway. He would be walking in the hallway just hitting that note in that towel. That was just him in the towel. What? Then as soon as he walk out on stage, love them and leave them. Come on. That's what they used to do. Use and abuse them. Then I laid eyes on you. It was pain <laughs> before pleasure. Oh, yeah. Man, Jody's made just me feel good. Like the same thing. Wow, you went back. You went from Sam Cooke to the OJ's, Eddie uh-huh. LaVert. Yeah. Girl. Ooh. Man. And then Rick You've James. got wow. your hooks in me. Yeah, man. There will never Them be jams. another Eddie you LaVert. You buy. Nah. You buy. <laughs> oh, baby. All right. Uh, I guess you've got your hooks in me. <laughs> we'll Come be on, back boy. right after this. <laughs> At 32 <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for something funny, guys. And, you know, people are getting ready for work right now, probably. And uh, maybe they're making their own lunch. You know, people do that at home. Well, Steve, it turns out that 18% of people have admitted to eating someone else's lunch at the office. One worker's live tweeting of the mystery of a co-worker stolen shrimp fried rice was retweeted over 173,000 times, okay? Uh, and, and, and while you may think it's funny, and it is kind of funny, I mean, when you think about it, um, you know, getting away with eating someone else's meal, it actually could have some serious consequences on the job. Uh, people don't forget stuff like this. Well, and you see these people every single day. This is according to a human resource expert. It becomes a trust issue. So, Steve, I have to ask you. I know you did it. You know he didn't done it. <laughs> Office lunches. No. You, you never I have stolen? never in my life taken somebody's food because oh. I ain't that way. I don't. I don't know you. 
Oh, so you don't know what kind of home they have, how clean they right. are, how now, hygienic. Now, two okay. things I have done. Okay. I've had mine taken. Yeah. I've caught a person. Uh, what happened? And I've had, I've seen a person taking a person's lunch. Okay, well, what happened when someone took yours? Both these is now situations I use to my advantage. <laughs> how so? What? Yeah, let's see. Do? Now, you don't want this out. Mm-hmm. So now I need a couple favors. Is you the mom? No, yeah. dog. I mean, look. I saw you because I'm real observant. Y'all know that about me. I'm oh, extremely yeah. observant. Oh, yeah. So I'm watching this dude steal this dude food. And wow. the dude food he was stealing, is he's deceased. His name is James Paradise. Mm-hmm. And we worked at General Electric. And this dude was taking Jane, Jane Paradise like a Jane could cook his ass off. Oh. And he was just eating James lunch every now and then. And I caught him. Uh-huh. Now, mm-hmm. if I tell this to James Paradise, dog, I'm talking about you finna get drugged out in the parking lot, and when you come back in, you're gonna need to show the people at the door your ID. <laughs> what, what did he steal, Steve? What, what was it he had? You know, like sandwiches, you know, uh-huh. James would cook ribs. Uh-huh. He'd take his ribs. Lunch? You know, he made pork shoulder sandwich. Right. He used oh, to bring yeah, it yeah. in to work for everybody. He stole his pork shoulder sandwich, and James was getting upset. Right. So yeah. I saw him take James' stuff. Uh-huh. It was this young white dude that was stealing the food. Oh, yeah. Because he was single. And, you know, he wouldn't bring no lunch half the time. Just stupid-ass boy. So <laughs> what you run game on him with? You so I song. told him, I said, hey, man, you know, if James find out you the one taking his lunch, man, you know what's going to happen to you. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, what? What is that? I love the white guy. Come on. What? Ah, jeez. Yeah, that's what I need. See, once I hear that fear in your voice, yeah. then I got your ass now. Because all jeez is not a hood turn. Uh-uh, uh-uh. He said, ah, oh, jeez. I said, look, hold on, man, hold on. This ain't got to go nowhere. Stay right here. Now, look, this can stay right here. But I need a couple favors, man. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to leave early Wednesday. I need you to cover my job for me. See? That makes sense. Hey, it's not a problem with me, Steve. (laughs) No, it's Mr. Harvey. (laughs) Mr. Harvey? No. No, it's Mr. Harvey. No. Now, you're going to put some speck on my name. (laughs) I was the original bird man. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Uh, So, you're going to put some speck on my name. And so, I had him cover cover my job Uh like three times for that. Yeah. Whoa. Then I saw a dude take my lunch. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. This was a black dude had just got hired, and he hadn't completed his 90-day probation oh, period. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I you report this, you, you, don't get the job. you ain't going to get the job. Yeah, right? you had him. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I thought it was mine. How the hell? Your name ain't Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> it's Gregory. No, your name is Frederick. <laughs> oh, Frederick. It was Frederick. Where did S-T-E-V-E get confused with Frederick? <laughs> right, right. So I said, so Frederick, look here, man. I'm going to just need a couple favors from you. Uh-huh, man. Now, I'm going to come in late. I need you to punch my time clock when you get at the gate. Punch my time clock for me. Yeah. Hit me in. Dang. Oh, that, oh that's, that's, that's not a problem. Now, listen to me. They have a camera aimed at the time clock. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you got to put your back to the camera. Gotcha. Wow. So he did it the first time. How do you know all of this? Oh, he's a thug. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. No, no, no. You, Excuse me. The... Excuse me, Tommy. What? Hoodlum. 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 Oh, I was never oh, a thug. Hoodlum. 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 
Hulam was crime with a purpose. With the respect oh. to it. Yeah. Thugs just out here doing stuff. Thugs oh. is stupid. Hoodlums, crimes with a purpose. Crimes with a purpose. And it was always okay. to better or uplift oneself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yes. At the expense of others. Well, yeah. You know. yeah. And so that's what I had him do. So I could leave early. Mm-hmm. Cause of the little white dude, and I could come in late. Cause of the black dude. Cause of Frederick. Wow. So I had me a nice little setup. Mm. That's genius. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, at school, he was, you know, you selling day. hall selling passes. Selling hall passes. Crime with the hustling. Yeah. Y'all need passes to be late in this hallway. <laughs> Who name you put on it? See, my name was never on a hall pass. So ain't no need you talking about you got it from Steve. Because I ain't got no hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> Because I had towed her back off my locker anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so what I kept mean? my you stuff. You did what? I towed her back mean? off my locker. How do you, so I don't get that. Oh my God. I, so would, I had, stuff, I had stuff behind. bent down, yeah. and I put all my stuff behind. So if you open my locker and check it, it. I ain't see. never had nothing. Oh, I get, okay. Yeah. So Steve gave you a hall pass. Yeah. How the hell I got hall pass? Open my locker. I'm in class. <laughs> Not learning to write. I'm here. I only I'm missed here. two days in high school. <laughs> two cut days. Oh, All I ever did, man. Oh, but that's yeah. Wow, sense. Steve, your life has been incredible. It's been wonderful. It, it really, really has. <laughs> really, thank you. And look at you now. Stories. Look at you now. I mean, still hustling. Yes. Are you close? Are you still a hoodlum? No, I, I, no, I don't do crime at all. <laughs> no, I had a little run-in. Right, I had a little <laughs> run-in that kind of straightened me out. Coming up next, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew is in the building for today's prank phone call. What you got, now? Your son peed in the pool. <laughs> For spring break, that's what you're doing. Your huh? son peed in the pool. All these kids are jumping in out these pools all over spring break and stuff. But I'm looking at him like, your I'm son, yeah, 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 your son peed in the pool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this craziness. Run it. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm trying to reach Anastasia. This is she. How you doing, man? Listen, I'm uh, Glenn, the lifeguard over here at the pool, here in the apartment complex. Yes, sir. Do you have a um? Do you have a son named? Yes, sir. Is everything all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. I mean, uh, uh a quick question, ma'am. We got a situation here with. What's going we, on? Uh, we, we, we're not. We're not going to be allowed to uh to let him swim here at the pool in the complex anymore. What? We got what a. What do you your mean? Son, your, your son. Uh, I mean, he swims here pretty much every 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 other day. You know, I'm always here seeing him. Swim, but it seems like yeah. is you know we've been trying to figure out who it is. Your son keep peeing in the pool. Man, son ain't peeing no pool. Ma'am, I, I I don't want to get into it with you. Your son is we finally narrowed it down. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool every day, and you know it's, it's really a bad thing. Uh, it, we can't continue to keep letting him come over here. We gotta ban him from the pool. My son don't pee in no pool. We ain't nasty like that. Did you take them to be in the pool? Why the you gonna say it's my son in the pool? Well, your son is the one that be making faces and stuff, and I know that's what he's doing. He in there peeing. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool. You make, making faces? He be making faces, so I know he in there peeing. What that got to do with the? He can be making faces in the pool. Call the 
pool or something. What the hell are you going to say he f***ing in the pool because he making faces? Well, I'm, I'm not going to go we back. We're not laughing like that. I teach my kids better than that. He ain't f***ing in no Hey, hey, lady, I'm not gonna, all I'm saying is he can't come over here and swim anymore. He's banned from the pool until we rectify this problem. Now, as long as I'm paying my when he gonna be in that pool, and we don't in no pool, we gonna be down there tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm bringing all my kids to the pool. No, we don't hey. all in that. Ma'am, I'm not gonna sit here and go back and forth with you. All I'm trying to tell you is this right here: your son has been peeing in the pool. My boss wants me to ban him. If, he, if he's not the one, then we will allow him to come back later. But right now, we're singling people out, and your son, you know, it just seems like he's the one that's doing it. What you say the name was? My name is Glenn. I'm Glenn the lifeguard. That's who I am. Now, what's your real name? Glenn what? Because the that I'm supposed to be calling me. You ain't got no business calling my phone talking about my son no I'm not, at liberty to give my last, I'm not at liberty to give my last name. The bottom line is, we but can't you have no son my in the phone. What? But you're at liberty to call my phone, but you can't give me your own name? Okay, listen, I'm not, I, all I'm supposed to do is call you and let you know that we banding your son from getting in the pool. I don't give a what you talking about. You can't ban my son from playing the life, boy. Get a real job, a summer job. Do you got a job at all? Calling my Phone, you silly, you know what? You ain't about and you can't stop nobody from coming to pool. And we're gonna be down there tomorrow again. And if we did in the pool, do your job and clean that out. Man, let me say this to you if your son comes to the pool tomorrow and get in the pool, I'm snatching your son out of the pool. I wish you would. I wish you would. You don't need a life guard. You snatch my out of pool. I, w I wish you would. Oh, what the, what time the pool open at 10 o'clock? We gonna be there at 9.30. You got me up. Come on, you gonna snatch my son out of the pool. You done lost your mind. about to be in the pool. You done lost your mind. Hey, 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 ladies, the problem is your son has been singled out. All the other kids are pointing at and saying he's the one that's doing it. Your son is the one that's being He's being Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Uh, for right now, all I'm asking you is, is keep your son away from the pool for the next two weeks. If we find out that it's not him, we'll allow him to come back, okay? Hey, he, he ain't staying away from the pool for two weeks, and if he do, he's going to come back and do some more pool. I'm going to take the whole two weeks worth of and go back to that talking about my son in the pool. You can tell by his face. You said what your boss said. How the you supposed to be watching for life? You got in the pool. You unlock your you must not know who the you talking to. I will be down there tomorrow. Me and I will five of my kids. And they don't get in the pool, too. Don't you you're not think bringing you all them to. kids over there, getting them in the pool. Let me tell you something. Don't you bring them kids over there and bring them in the pool, no, none of your children. I don't give a what you say. You don't run you a lifeguard. Get real. Listen, no. lady, listen, lady, I, 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 I'm not going to continue to go back and forth. I got one more thing I need to say to you, and I'm done, okay? One more thing, and I'm done. You ain't got to say to me. I do have one thing I do need to say to you. What the you got to say to me? I need to say this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from your homeboy. You. Hello? I'm a kid. Look at Man, look at him. Now, if you tell me, man, you, you about to get this life going. Look at this fool. Y'all play too much. Y'all know y'all play too much.
going crazy for nothing. I'm walking toward the pool now. I thought you was coming to the pool tomorrow. I, I was coming to the office today, and they still was opening the five o'clock office to tell me I don't call my files about my son in the pool. I was going to come now. Take care of them kids, baby. I got one more thing I got to ask you. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> we're going to have to do something about these kids. Right. We're going to have to do something about you being no. a prank. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do something about it now. Uh-huh. We need that, that that thing they put in the underwater. Well, remember they had it in that movie, uh, where the water turned blue in case you turn, if you pee in the pool, the water turned oh, blue. Well, they yeah. need to use the bathroom before they get in the pool, Tommy. That, yeah. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. deep blue spot out there look like the Atlantic. Who is <laughs> <laughs> That is gross. <laughs> Baby, is that out there? Oh, they're buying something like the deep Atlantic over there. They're going to in this pool. I think everyone is done. Oh, yeah. After a while, you get of grown up, you got to get your butt out of the pool. Yeah, you got to get out. Yes, you got to get oh, up and is... get out. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Y'all got yeah. y'all, y'all, you got salt water, you got it, the chlorine. Salt water. Oh, I love salt I didn't water. do the salt. You didn't? Yeah, did. we had salt water. Yes. I and I make water. all little kids that come over to my house, you need to use the bathroom. Yes. Right now. Change. Yes. You get in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how's all your uh, CD coming along? <laughs> <laughs> working on it, I'm working on it, I'm you working are? on it. I am. Okay, I good. Am. I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm, gonna make, I'm trying to do 20 tracks. So mm-hmm. that's, I got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. I think I told you that my girlfriend... Uh, her husband listens mm-hmm. to your CD every single night. She cannot At wait night? every single night. She Prank tells me this every. CD? I see her every two weeks. Every time I see her, she tells me the same thing, and she wants you to hurry up and put out the new CD. Really? <laughs> she knows all your routine. <laughs> That's loyal. That's a loyal fan. What is he listening to him on, sir? He listens on. Uh, he just. On uh, headphones and all that, okay. he has headphones. But I mean, I didn't ask her all that. She just said he listens. I didn't say, well, what does he listen? I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said, I'll tell Tommy to rush that. Tommy is grateful. Tommy is grateful. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A report by Zillow finds that nearly 22.5%, 22.5% of U.S. millennials, that's ages 24 to 36, they are living with their mom, which is about 12 million young adults. Ooh, and much. why haven't millennials moved out on their own? Well, according to the report, 12% of them are currently unemployed. No, he got a job. Does he live with you? Yes, he does. Well, what if you live with your mama and you pass millennials? Like you're 50? <laughs> what, what, what range is that? You well, should have been put out a long time ago. Well, since he has the most kids, I think we should defer to Steve on this one. Steve, you have some rules for when you live with someone until you get on your feet. <laughs> now, this is not for millennials. Uh-uh. This is for yeah, anybody. It could be yeah, for anybody. This is for anybody. Okay. Uh, okay. So I don't want you to make I don't want millennials to feel that way. This uh. is for anybody. You've had people... Stay at your house. I had people come live with me. College, <laughs> ex-college roommate, okay. stuff like that. I, 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 it's some stuff now. <laughs> These are Steve Harvey's rules for living with someone till you get on your feet. These are do's and don'ts. Okay. Come on. Some things you need to keep in mind. Here's one right here. Your goal every day is to make it seem like you there but you not. That works. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> your goal. Uh-huh. That's when it. you wake up, yeah. get it in your mind. Yeah. How do I 
Get out the way. Be here. Uh-huh. But look like I ain't here. Right, right. Okay. Because you more mess around get asked to leave now. You don't want that. Here's another one. Uh-huh. This is very important. Your car uh-huh. should never block me I can't want to go out and I go out there and your car in the damn way you in that sleep. Yeah. yeah. In I fact, that. I got news for you. Your car shouldn't even be in front of the house. <laughs> okay. okay. Park time. up the street and walk down to where you live at. <laughs> Rent free. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Round the corner. Yeah. 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 Park at the uh, up the street at the parking lot at yeah. the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. That man, try to make it look like you ain't even got no car. Uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If okay. you watching TV in the other room, yeah. okay. uh-huh. your laugh should not be where I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better <laughs> lay down the law. <laughs> Don't be in there just, just gut bucket <laughs> yeah. rolling. This oh, should I... be your laugh. Learn how to laugh like this here. Let me show you how you laugh when you're in other people's house. You, you can't be enjoying their TV and all this. Right. This is how you laugh. <laughs> what if it's real funny? Tea? Yeah, what if they're watching the Kings of Comedy? Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's going to be hard. Yeah, Steve would have put me out. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn what you watch. Uh-huh. Here's another one. Uh-huh. Don't let me walk in the house and have to tell you to get out of my chair. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, yeah. You uh-huh. should only sit. I'm gonna tell you the areas you ought to sit in. Okay. The kitchen, uh-huh. <laughs> your bedroom, uh-huh. and occasionally yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Don't be taking reading material in there with you. Yeah. yeah. You need to go Focus. Uh-huh. Focus. Focus. Stare at the toilet tissue roll. Handle your business. Get up. Get out. Get up. Get out. You better crack the Don't whip be in that read none. Yeah. Count the little preparation uh-huh. holes like on that. the toilet yeah. tissue. I like that. You ain't got long in there. Yeah, right. You ain't got long in there. Mm-mm. All right, Steve, it's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys, and good morning, everybody out there. This is Andrew with the news. A horror in New Zealand. Authorities say that there were separate attacks at two mosques in the Christchurch area as scores of Muslims attended Friday prayers. 49 people have been killed. Dozens of others have been hospitalized, 20 of those in serious condition in what officials say was a well-planned terrorist attack. And four suspects, three men and one woman, have been arrested. They say that one of the attackers actually live-streamed the carnage on Facebook Live. They've since taken that down. The police uh, presence has been stepped up at mosques around the world today. One of the suspects describes himself as a 20-year-old white Australian, and he left an anti-immigrant manifesto. That was in New Zealand. A GOP-dominated U.S. Senate yesterday issued a bipartisan rebuke of President Trump's declaration of that national emergency just to get $8 billion for the border wall. About a dozen Republicans showed their disapproval of the president's declaration, voting with the Democrats. Fifty-nine senators voted against the president, compared to 41 who voted with him. The measure already passed in the House, so it now goes to the president, where he's expected to veto it, which he says is his right. The legal scholars all say it's totally constitutional. Uh, It's uh, very important. It's really a border security vote. 
By the way, opponents are still challenging Trump's border wall in court as well. Meanwhile, an overwhelmingly bipartisan vote again, this one yesterday in the House of Representatives, approving a resolution calling for the results of the probe into the possible collusion between Trump's presidential campaign and the Russians. They want that, that those results made public. A federal law requires a special prosecutor, Robert Mueller, to present the attorney general, William Barr, with a confidential report. And then it's up to the AG to decide how much of that report the American people will hear about. Well, so far, Mueller's probe has resulted in criminal charges against more than 30 individuals and entities, including a number of aides and associates of the president. Trump has continued to describe the investigation as a witch hunt. Former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke became the latest Democrat to announce his intention to run for president yesterday. O'Rourke beginning his campaign with a three-day tour of Iowa, talking about support for many things, including universal health care. The dividends that we receive on the investment that we make in the health care of one another will more than pay for the cost of the investment up front. Empire's Jesse Smollett pled not guilty yesterday to lying to law enforcement about being a victim of a hate crime and of staging a phony attack. The actor facing 16 counts of disorderly conduct. Smollett is currently free on bail and due back at the court again next month. Uh, by the way, outside the court, there were a number of his fans, some wearing Empire T-shirts, others with his just his name on the T-shirt. Finally, today is World Sleep Day. And boy, do I need a couple of winks. I need to be in the eyelid theater right now. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Jay is here to murder another hit. Ladies and gentlemen, the hit murderer himself, (laughs) Jay Anthony Brown. All right, here's my hit for every man who's been annoyed by a breakup. Check it out. Hit it. Oh, wait a minute. The phone's ringing. It's Adele. Hello. 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 It's me. I know who it is. I'm aware. I was wondering Shh. if after all these years we, you'd like to meet. Adele, we already went over this. over. We already went over this. Everything. We went over everything. They say the time's supposed oh, to heal God. you, but I ain't done much here. Okay, well, you know, it's time to move Hello. on. Hello. Hello, I'm here. Can you hear? Yes, I can hear you. I'm talking on the phone. I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be. Okay, well, that's over. We moved on. We were younger. We moved on, Adele. And free. It's time to move on. Let it go. I mean. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell out. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's such a deal. You know, we move on. It's just, I've forgotten. Can you just let it go? I mean. Scream, I'm right here. Yeah, you call more than a thousand times. I should report you behind. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm okay. I, I, it's good. I'm cool with it. Yes. Let it go. What now? How are I'm fine. I mean, what? It's so typical of me to talk about. Then let it go, Adele, please. I can break up with my It really is. This stupid ass is answering this. I know. <laughs> I love it. You must have gotten that. Um, that idea from your own uh, answering service, because when you call Jay and he's not there, oh, that's, what you get. He yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> Coming up.
Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay is here with yeah. uh, a segment called People Who Scare Me. Jay, what that's about? I have a list, about? Steve, Tommy, Jr. Y'all can comment on this list. This is a list I put together. People who just frighten me when you see them. They haven't done anything to you, but you see them, they scare you. People who wear gloves for no reason. <laughs> mm. I saw what one in the car the other day, just driving. How do you know it's for no reason, though? Well, I mean, well, why, why do you have, I mean, like, inside the building? <laughs> <laughs> and it's 100 degrees outside. You got a glove, Jack. All right, here's another one that scared mm. me. Men who have tiny backpacks. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's in that? Where you going? Where you going, dog? I got one for you, Jay. What you got, Steve? People that talk to themselves while they pumping gas. <laughs> <laughs> that make you that make you nervous. Right there. Uh, you find that pump? I'm talking about people just talking. Just so if you man think serious... I'm gonna do that, you got the wrong one now. Yeah. Oh. You ever seen it where it looked like they talking to two people at one time? You back and forth? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure they're not on their phone? Uh-uh. Nah. They don't have Bluetooth. no head device on yeah. them at all. You know who scared me? You got me? one? You got one, Tommy? I'm going to tell you who scared me. People that be uh-huh. driving but got them big shades on and then they go down the side of the face, too. You know, you know the what I'm talking Them blue blocks. Blue blocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they supposed to be driving. I really don't. They scared me. What you, you got, Junior? What I'll you tell you got, what, it made me nervous. People who take uh-huh. a lot of medication, just stay top, just stay popping pills every time you all turn around. They always, yeah, I take all mine man, at what is okay. going right. on with you? I saw that on your nightstand, man. What is that? <laughs> I got one. I got one. People who rock back and forth while they sitting down. Oh, Have you seen oh, them? Yeah. yeah. You don't know if they're getting up or sitting down. Time to get up. Yeah, they get no, up they just sit back down. Yeah. People who <laughs> come on, Jay. people who eat their food real slow, right there. Surely, one thing at a time. I chew, I chew my food. I do not swallow it in hunks. <laughs> I inhale much. I got one. <laughs> People that don't it. see nothing wrong with Donald Trump. That's scary. That's scary. Nothing. That's very scary. You he cool with all of this. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I got one. Yeah. I like you that, got? Steve. People who dress their pets up just like them. Oh. Scary. You know, <laughs> what, is, what, what store weird. you go to to get the suit yeah. and then the dog got a suit, too? I don't <laughs> That's scary right there. Yeah, I haven't seen that. No, you're right. You're right. That is creepy. I got one. I got one. Anybody you seeing hugging a box? Hugging a box? Just hugging it. Like like it's got string around it, and they're hugging it real close to their chest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. I know you got people one. Who, people who don't who don't mind walking outside with no shoes on. All the time. Oh, I hate that. No, the bottom of their feet be so hard. They, yeah. <laughs> that'll make you nervous. All right. I got one. Steven, you close it out. I got one real good. Uh, people who walk, but when they walk, their arms don't swing back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's yeah, They're just coming at you like children in the corn. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't walking over towards me. Nah, 
Arms ain't swinging at all. What you got, Steve? Close it up. <laughs> People balanced. scare me that's been sitting there mm-hmm. uh-huh. watching they dog. Uh-huh. For an hour, lay on that mat. The dog ain't sleep. He busy. <laughs> then lick everything he got. Uh, then he get up. He gonna let him lick him in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. That is scary. Uh, happens scary. every day. Be afraid. Be very. But be we, very afraid. We gotta. We gotta go back to yours, Steve. People. Who think nothing that Donald Trump does is wrong? Like that one. That's yeah. Right. No. All right, coming up, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, get ready for today's strawberry letter, of course. But up next. Tommy, what you got? <laughs> he left his drawers. Oh, oh, oh. That is not good. He left his drawers. <laughs> not good at all. Huh? Oh, this you're right. This is going to be stupid. I ain't the only one ever left mine. I know some people Wait. on this show that left their drawers. Excuse you. What? <laughs> I ain't never left mine. Okay. I done had them on backwards. <laughs> Getting out. Yeah. Getting out. yeah. I done came home had with one leg inside in. out. <laughs> <laughs> one leg in, but, but didn't leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had one leg in one time. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. <laughs> Got your jeans on over yeah. too. Here it is. Here I had them in my pocket. That was hard to explain. Why is your drawers in your pocket? I got one for you. Why your drawers around your ankle? <laughs> oh, we got to talk about this when we come back. Oh, I love it. Hello? Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Yes? Hey, this is the doorman, Mark, uh, of your building. Okay. I have a Mr. in here who uh, is trying to get buzzed up to your unit. Are you are you at home right now, sir? No, 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 sir, I'm not. A who? Yeah, uh, a Mr. Um, what did you say? I'm sorry, what did you say again? Mr. And he wants okay. to be buzzed up. Supposedly, he left some articles in the room or in your unit a couple of days ago. And, uh, I was out of town a couple of days ago. What day are we talking about? Uh, so what days was you actually in? Uh, he said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He, he was there all three days? You guys let him into my apartment for three days? He was in my place for no, three days? No, no, Mr. We don't let anybody in unless someone in the unit allows them to be buzzed up. That's the rules here of the building. So we definitely didn't do anything out of character. So who let him in? Who buzzed him in then? Sir, I hate to say it, but I'm assuming your wife must have buzzed him up. What you mean? My wife was not there three days ago. She was on a business trip. She was not at the apartment three days ago. No, sir, your wife was here. I've actually seen your wife come in and out. Okay, the dude is there right now. He's downstairs. He's here right now with me, sir. What did he leave him Place. Okay, one second, Mr. Hang on. What, what did you actually leave in Mr. Pair of pants, underwear, and what, and what else? He says he left Under- uh, a pair of pants, some underwear, and a toothbrush, sir. sir. Mr. Hill. Hill. Hill, he's there right now. Let me talk to him. Put him on the phone. Let me talk to him. Uh, you know what, Mr. I mean, right now, we're listening to you, and I rate the way you sound. I don't want to put this guy on the phone. Mark, if you want to keep your job at the building, you go put him on the phone now. Mr. Sir, sir, yeah. sorry, Mr. 
He's actually leaving out of the building now. He's no, um, no. You, what the did you let him out. leave? He's walking. I, I don't I know. I asked you to put him on the phone. What the is your problem? <laughs> you got video surveillance, right? You got video footage of everybody that comes in and out of the building, right? Um, yes, sir. But you know, if, if nothing occurs, we I think we should have footage that goes back at least two weeks. So we should be able to pull some things up for you, sir. Yeah, I'm going to need you to get that, and I need it sent over to me right now. I'm at my work email. I need it today. Because this is some y'all. Let some my apartment. And, 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 and this is some Hang on, Mr. Like, what kind of nincompoop are you? What kind of imbecile are you? Hey, hey sir, Mr. Mr. Hang on a second. What? All right, well, let, let, please, hear me out, sir. Hear me out. I haven't, we haven't just let someone in. Someone in your unit buzzed someone up. We didn't just let anyone up. Now, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm assuming your wife buzzed this guy just up. We didn't do that. You shut up and get me what I asked you for, and then we're done, okay? Well, well, you know, you're saying I have a problem. Maybe you have a problem pleasing your wife, and that's why she's buzzing other people up. Her. You go to talking to me like that, you punk. Sir, you're being... You're Disrespectful to me as well, sir. No, 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 no. The, the, the disrespectful is you coming and letting people come up in my building that you know is not. I haven't let anybody up here. I can't stop your wife from doing what she's doing. You let somebody okay. in my building. You're, taking, in my you're taking out on me what you should be saying to your wife. Somebody has got to dress up all the time and always buzzing somebody up to the room when you're gone. That's you what you what need to be concerned about. Mr. Man, Mr. You, you, you know what? I'm the only. Around here busting my take care of down there. I'm over here working right now to pay for that so that your got a job. Well, you might be handling your but evidently you're not you're not handling your business at home. That's why she keep buzzing people up, sir. You know what? Well, the business I'm gonna handle when I get home today is your mother. Your wife has been hey, sir, you're gonna quit calling me the doorman, okay? You are the doorman. What's your mother position? Huh? What the you do for a living. I'm a doorman. Doors. And thank you, Mr. Doorman. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop calling you Mr. Doorman because that's giving you too much respect. Okay. Uh, if you, you know, if you if you stop Tommy from going up to your room, you'll be fine. Who the f Tommy? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> Y'all about to get smoked. Oh, you are in my job cussing. This is my job, man. This is not cool, man. You don't know the that was going through my head. That she was about to get it. Y'all was everybody was about to get it. Hey man, I gotta <laughs> ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, gotta be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Every now and then, you know, you'll leave your draws. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'll leave your draws. No. Sometimes you get caught up. Sometimes you know. You, you don't think about it until you pull off. Damn, I left my draws. <laughs> but you can't go back. No, you can't go back. You can't go back. My circle the block. But when Steve you get is home, though, you can't undress in front of nobody because yeah. you ain't got no drawers. Man, don't come home with new drawers. Since when you start wearing new drawers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime new? you change your behavior, yeah. we yeah. know. Be we that's, know. That's a clue. We yeah. know. <laughs> mm -hmm.
Steve saying? I don't know about around your ankles, Steve. What? <laughs> what happened? You didn't yeah, finish you that know, story. Uh, I was just in a rush to get him on, trying to get back to the house. <laughs> Next thing I know, I just had him in one leg. And, you know, I was standing in the kitchen trying to look innocent. And it was, looked down and it was sticking out <laughs> under my pants. <laughs> oh, you should have seen me putting that leg behind the stove. <laughs> So I get the visual. Your drawers is down, but your pants is up. Yeah, yeah. The oh, drawers fell down oh, in one leg. Up oh, that got to be like un- you got it together. Yeah. yeah. And shoes, yeah. shoes on too. Shoes all tied up. Yeah. She's tied up. <laughs> drawers you... just sticking out from around my. <laughs> you, you feel that big lump of cloth going down your leg? <laughs> what color, Steve? What color were they? Real obvious. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I had a, these gray and yellow ones. Oh, they had little leopard yeah. in them. <laughs> they were leopard. gray and yellow leopard print, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were your sexy Everybody saw them. Oh, so you, yeah. they were very oh, noticeable. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Hell, were yeah. they real obvious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> leopard, they damn sure I love it. my socks. Here's <laughs> 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 the funny thing, though. The leg that the drawers were sticking out of, uh-huh. I didn't have a sock on that footy. <laughs> <laughs> How did That's you real explain obvious. it? How did you get out of it? That's what I want to know. I stuck my leg behind the stove, I'm telling you. Uh-huh. I just stuck it on the side of the stove. Wow. Just stood there because I couldn't walk because you would have seen it. Yeah, because uh-huh. usually there's no room behind so the I just stove. stood in the kitchen talking like I was concerned. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right now it is time for the Strawberry Letter for today. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Sure is. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) You know it. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I am so sick of my daughter. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm tired of motherhood. Sorry, but I am no longer interested in being a mother. I'm a 20, I am 28 years old and I have a five-year-old daughter that is disrespectful, obnoxious, and a constant source of embarrassment in public. She is out of control on a daily basis. Beating her behind does not help, and I don't know what else to do. I have tried many ways of disciplining her. Reverse psychology and time out don't work on her. I can't seem to get through to her without yelling and arguing. Why am I arguing with a five-year-old? I recently got divorced and my daughter and I live with my parents. My child never had a great relationship with her dad because he can't control her either. My parents see that I have no control over her and they try to stay out of it as much as possible, but it's hard to overlook her behavior. We have been to counseling and the doctor suggested that I put her on medication. I don't want to take that route yet. She will start school soon, and I want her to get it together before then. I don't want her labeled as a problem child or be medicated daily. I do have faith in God, and I am hopeful that God will fix it for me. What should I do? Help me. There's a lot going on um, in this letter with a five-year-old that's disrespectful, obnoxious, and a constant source of embarrassment in public. Uh, you said you just got divorced. That could be a lot of why she's acting out um, because, you know, she misses her home situation with her dad being there and all of that. Um, 
But I, I do get what you're saying. A lot of parents, every parent uh, gets tired at some point. It is understandable. What I don't understand is why after you, after your ex, you said your, your ex-husband um, and even your parents couldn't control her. So why don't you listen to the doctor? You took her to a therapist. You took her to counseling and uh, they suggested uh, medication. He's a professional. I'm not discounting the fact you say in your letter that you do have faith in God and you're hopeful that God will fix it for me. Well, of course, there's nothing too hard for God. God can do anything. Nothing is impossible. Yes, absolutely, God can fix everything. But please, please know that there are people on this earth that are working in their God-appointed gifts, their purpose. Uh, that means lawyers, that means pastors, teachers, journalists, and yes, doctors, okay, doctors. Uh, so what should you do, you ask at the end of your letter? I, I think you should listen to your doctors in this instance. I mean, you don't know what's going on with your daughter. She may have some sort of chemical imbalance. You don't know. But the doctor is a professional. If you don't like what he said, get a second opinion. Get a third opinion. You do want your daughter to go to school and have a productive life and have a great life. So, you know, she's going to start school soon. Uh, don't just leave this up to chance. Continue this quest to get your do- get your daughter the help that she so rightfully needs and deserves. Steve, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why we're talking about this letter like this. First of all, let me say this, Shirley Strawberry. Yeah. I think that everything you said was absolutely one hundred percent spot on. I could not have given a more dignified answer. <laughs> Therefore, I'm not going to try. So I want to just say before you, I sir. start talking that everything Shirley Strawberry just said, I concur 1,000%. There are professional people that can help with this. You should go to therapy. You should get all them doctors. God, la, 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 la. Finish. He is the key to this whole thing. She is out of control on a daily basis. Beating her behind does not help, and I don't know what else to do. Well, let me introduce you to something. See, that beating her behind, I bet this five-year-old has not had an Ilos Vera Harvey ass woman. (laughs) See, I've had... An Illois Vera Harvey ass whooping that cured all my ills every time I produce one. Hard headedness, talking back, eye rolling, huh? What? All that that stuff got, all that got cured. I only said, huh, one time. Guess what Illois Vera Harvey did? Gave me an Illos V. Harvey ass whooping. I ain't said huh to my mama since. <laughs> what? Ooh. Mm. Oh, I'm about? outside <laughs> playing. Steve, what? Well, I have never uh-uh. said that to my mom, ever. I, I was playing basketball. I got caught up. As soon as I said it, I tried to swallow yeah. that basketball. <laughs> the basketball? I tried to push it in my mouth, man. Your lips aren't that big. I don't give a damn. I tried to swallow that damn basketball. Guess what happened to me? What? Ill lost Vera Harvey a whooping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I ain't say that. Another ass whooping. Be home when the street light come on. Street light come on. I'm still down the street talking to Annette and Janet Hawkins. 
another Elos Vera Harvey ass whooping. I can't tell you how many times, how many times I've had to take one. So this fact that you have beat your child and it ain't helped, I, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> now all this counseling experience. Shirley want to send you to. She's gone. And all this other stuff, all, all that's good. But don't write me in talking about a five-year-old you can't control. How you can't control a five-year-old? Don't you feed her? Where's she stay? Mm. Who bought her clothes? Mm. Who do her hair? Mm. What? If I control all that, I control you. Uh-oh. Mm. Timeouts don't work. How about you ain't eating today? Hard to fight when you're hungry. <laughs> she's five. I don't give a damn if she is five. Mm-hmm. She act like she's 40. She disrespectful. She ain't got no relationship with this woman's father. She disrespecting him. Disrespecting her. She don't know what to do. She finna send this fool up to school. Now you got a teacher finna deal with this ignorant five-year-old. Ain't nobody finna do all this with this five-year-old. Five. Take this 30-year-old ass whooping, I bet you'll be five. Mm. Okay, uh, Steve, we're going to stop it right there and uh, come back with part two of your response (laughs) to today's letter. The subject, I am so sick of my daughter. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, part two of the strawberry letter for today. I really don't know how we got a part two. You got a five-year-old that can't nobody control. Mm-hmm. You got a five-year-old that the mama can't control. The daddy of the baby can't control her. The parents see that the baby out of control. They trying to stay out of it, but the girl's behavior crazy. The doctors want to put your baby on medication. You don't want to go there. Well, what can we do instead of medication? Mm-hmm. I have told you the Illos Vera Harvey Ass Whooping Academy has openings in it. I can share with you the things my mama has done to me that turned me into the man that I am today. So what we have is Junior is, there's a reenactment. Junior is the five-year-old. I wonder why. Why? Why? Listen to that voice! Do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Shirley, yeah, you gonna be the mama. Okay, I'm the grandfather. Oh, cause oh, he live at my house. Oh yeah, that's Uh-oh. right. Oh, so I'm the grandfather. Shirley, you the mama. Junior, you the baby. Uh-huh. Shirley, ask the baby to do something. All right, come on in here, sweetie. Breakfast is ready. Come on in here so we can eat. I ain't hungry. Yeah, I look. You are hungry. Breakfast is the most important meal hey, of the day. Mama, I'm not hungry. Hey, who are you raising your hand at, little girl? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. The boy said he ain't hungry. It's the girl. <laughs> not Junior for real. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what you say, cause the baby you sounds just, just like Junior. <laughs> yes. The you baby up sounds the just like Junior. <laughs> okay, take two. <laughs> All right, Keisha, Is come this on. Is Chapman? No. <laughs> Keisha, come on in here and, and eat uh, breakfast. I ain't hungry. 
Keisha, breakfast is the most important meal I of said the day. I ain't hungry. Hold on, you hold, on, to? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, baby girl. Yeah, let me talk to him. Oh, what the baby name? Keisha. Keisha? Mm-hmm. You ain't hungry? Mm. I said I would. Okay, cool. I bet you be hungry tomorrow. Why Why I'm going to be hungry tomorrow? Because you ain't going to get a damn thing today. You don't run the food in here? Mm. What did you just say to me? You, old man, don't run the food in here. We we cook for you. We bring your food. You need to sit back. This ain't even your house. Keisha, now you stop that. You don't talk to your granddad. I like talk that. to him and you like that. Oh my oh, God. Daddy, Keisha. Do you hear? Keisha. What? 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 Keisha, what? look at him. <laughs> Two words. Three. It's a couple things you don't know. She's five. First of all, I make all the money in this house. And that's real. That's playing in this skit and in real life. <laughs> you understand that there? Now, what I'm trying to tell you, little Keisha, if you want to continue to grow any taller, you're going to watch your mouth, get respectful of your mama. I done bought everything in this house. You ain't getting another damn bite to eat till tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you what, it might not be that long because you ain't going to be here. What? Mm. Keisha, don't talk to your papa like that. And take your hands off your hips. I ain't got to do nothing you tell me. This is what I wants to do. Keisha, I am your mother. How, that, you don't that, talk to me. That's under speculation. We ain't sure about that. Who are you talking Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> Keisha, I carried you for nine months. You are mine. I ain't see it. <laughs> what? Daddy, you going to just stand there and let her talk to me like this? No, I'm not. Uh, let me ask something, Shirley. <laughs> Yes, Daddy. No, I'm just asking. Yes, Daddy. But I'm, I need your pres- p- permission. What is it, Daddy? Just ask me. Can I stomp the baby? <laughs> you gonna end up going to jail. Well, I tell you what, I'm... that may be very well the case. I may go to jail, but I bet your ass gonna be real respectful before I go. Dad, you know we've tried whooping her behind. Nothing works no, with this kid. No, no, no. See. I was listening to the radio show. Yes. Mm. Steve said uh-huh. that he, that we need to take him, this little evil heifer, Keisha, to the <laughs> Illos Vera Harvey ass whooping academy. I've never heard of that. What is that? I, oh, 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 I know you ain't. See, that's why you're talking back to everybody. Because your mama been putting you in time out and spank you. But you ain't never had what you really needed. Because, because Daddy, I didn't want to raise her like, you know, we were raised. I just wanted to try something new. Well, and, and you see what her. new got you, don't you? Yes, I didn't want to beat her and I'm stuff. Twerking. I'm twerking. I got twerking. you. Do, you doing what? I'm twerking. Keisha, you stop that right I this ain't instant. Gotta stop. Cause I'm she a nasty heifer. <laughs> Y'all baby twerking? Yeah. And five? Ain't got nothing to twerk. I can do what I wanted to do. Why y'all ain't beating the kid behind you? Because I don't believe in beating her, Miss Carla. Her ass on the Shirley, <laughs> Shirley. You're going to have to take my... Okay, don't beat the baby. Let, let me... Keisha. What? Huh? Keisha, you know what I'm going to do? Why no, she, what you going to do? I'm going to do a series of things. This is what you ain't heard. Rule number one at the Illinois Harvey Ass Whooping Academy. Do you want to get slapped into next week? Mm. Well, book me for Thursday. <laughs> That's the same thing Tommy said, and I'm glad you brought it up, because your ass won't wake up to Friday. <laughs>
<laughs> Keishana, you stopped that twerking. You stopped I'm, that. Where'd you learn that? I'm from you. No, you didn't. I learned from oh. watching you. Okay, here we go. Shirley? Yes, Daddy. Let, let me talk to you. Keisha? Okay. Huh? No, item number two at the Illawarra Harvey A Whooping Academy. You ready for this? What is? You about to get a knot snatched in you. Mm. Oh, I ain't never heard that. I know you ain't. <laughs> what is See, that? See, all this is stuff. A knot is when I jerk you so hard, you you standing there looking like a presser. I, I like my mama discipline me. This too. No, I know you like your mama, but we, we you going to the Illinois Harvey A Whooping Academy. Now, we snatching knots in people right here, and we sending kids off in the next week. Do they twerk at the L.I. Very Harvey? <laughs> twerk <laughs> the if you twerk. want to. You're going to get your ass bone broke. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, listen, in- email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM or at My Girl Shirley. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay is here with another one of his crazy segments. This one's called Mean Things You Can Say to Kids. I know, Steve. Oh, what, man. Jay? Ain't nobody finna do that. <laughs> I done done it. You ain't never done it? No, I can't do that. I'm finna go. I'm hosting little Big Shots. <laughs> I got no time you used for y'all to, messing You used to do money. it to me. Man, shut up. Oh, yeah, there's that. Because <laughs> I didn't care for you. You know? You don't want none of this? I mean, you don't want to get No, I'm not going to. Y'all do it. Go ahead. I want it. Come on, Jay. Ain't got nothing to do with this. Tommy, you with me on this? I'm with you. These are mean things. They're not hurtful things. I would never hurt a child. (laughs) So you don't think by saying mean stuff, that's going to hurt us? It's just, just, I'm not going to cause physical harm to the little person. (laughs) (laughs) It's just tough love. If you do some of these things, it's just just to see that look on their face. 50-50 with you. Especially if they're real small, act like they're invisible and you can't see them. (laughs) (laughs) You go, because when they go, hear me? (laughs) Look, hey, hey, Billy, hear me? (laughs) Billy, where are you? Hear me? (laughs) Billy, where'd you go? Hear me! <laughs> so stupid! Oh my god! Damn it! You see me? <laughs> oh my god! That's so much fun! Oh Jay! Yes, so yes, mean. yes! Take him to the take him to the park. Uh huh. Put them on that merry-go-round oh my and God. just spin it as fast as you oh can spin it. Oh God, I'm talking about what dizzy just with, kick in strong. With high speed. <laughs> when they go, stop it! <laughs> stop it! Right there. Wrong really, really right bad, there. you guys. <laughs> oh, this is good oh, right man. here. Did everybody get in the car? We're going to McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's, uh, McDonald's. We going to McDonald's. McDonald's. You know kids love McDonald's. We going to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we going to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm going to have you. And keep driving past them. Oh, God. Just drive. Oh, my God. They can sit there. They can sit Oh, we can't go to that one. We going to another one down the street. We going to one a little further down the street. This is so wrong. Okay, okay. You got okay. one. This, 
This Thanksgiving, when Thanksgiving comes, uh-huh. mm-hmm. find you one that's about five years old and uh-huh. just whisper in his ear, that ain't your dad. <laughs> oh, they man. just ain't never told you. <laughs> that's so mean. Right before he sit at the little table. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's much fun. I hate all of you. Because he don't want to eat then. I'll tell you what, dude. I've done this. <laughs> what you got, dude? Pillow kid go hide in the closet. Uh-huh. And when they get in there, lean on the door. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! I want to get out! I want to get out! Let me out! Let me out of here! It's not bodily harm. Oh God! You would I, never. You I, know, I didn't touch him. I got a good one right here. What? Right what? before they go to sleep. Uh huh. Oh say, no! Say this is what I heard now. I'm just telling you this so you can sleep comfortable. <laughs> I just want you to be comfortable in the night. But I'm giving you this information. Uh-huh. You gotta say it like this. The boogeyman is next door. Yeah. But I'm sure he's not coming to this house. <laughs> they up all night yeah, after yeah, that. Man. Sleep tight. <laughs> Sleep tight? Don't let him get you. Oh. I, I got one. You. I got a good one. You, go ahead. You go home with a dog leash, right? Uh-huh. And the dog leash, you said, I bought you a puppy, but he got away. <laughs> That's me. I wanted that puppy. Well, I can't get my puppy. He ran away. I don't know what happened to him. I had him. Just as we pulled up, he jumped out the car and ran away. I know this is not right. Okay, here go one. Uncle Steve used to do this to me. What? Put him on that swing set and swing them as high it's as they can. So scary. It's too high. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. You know it's bad when you, you <laughs> almost wrap around. He said that was pretty good. Because he drew the line a little while ago. Oh, oh, I got <laughs> a little one. For oh, no. this is, oh, okay. This is good right here. Uh-huh. Take them to the ice cream store. Oh, the kids Let them get what is of ice cream they want to get. Okay. Three <laughs> scoops is always good. Yeah. 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 I, want, I want chocolate. <laughs> I want manila. Yeah. And I want strawberry. <laughs> Yeah. And just as they walking, bump them so it fall on the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. They <laughs> see that little face. And you go, I'm all out of money. Yeah. Gonna, we can't go back. We can't go back in there. Man. You and some doggone This is mean, though. Jay. If you, I'll tell you what, Jay. If you got a six or seven year old, I don't even know why I got in, but I'm in, though. You're in. What do you see? You got a six or seven year old. When they have breakfast, make some pancakes. Uh-huh. Give them some pancakes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But put hot sauce up under the syrup. <laughs> you won't believe the look in they face. Not a lot, because you don't want to hurt <laughs> Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> but when they feel like, just when the- they figure out that syrup is not sweet. <laughs> just, just a tad bit. <laughs> You all. I really okay, here go, here go one, here go one. What? December, December first. Uh huh. Okay. Sit them down and say, listen, Santa ain't coming this year because we ain't paid the bill. Whoa! Crush oh. it, crush no. it. Oh, Tommy. Yeah. I got one. Go out with it. One go out with it. <laughs> tell them, cut the TV completely off and tell them. Cartoons ain't coming on today. Oh, they don't have them no more. We can't get we them. We can't get cartoons. The TV don't even get cartoons no more. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish we could. I wish we could get it. something happened, but we can't get that can't get so... number football. This is horrible. <laughs> this is really bad, Steve. I'm not doing this. <laughs>
<laughs> so you on Little Big Shots? But we'll be, we'll be watching Little Big Shots, though. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for something funny. I know you got it. I know. I'm ready. Man, I was listening to some uh, L- some old LTD Steve. Man, boy. Woo! You know you fooled me. Good times. I forgot how bad they were, man. I was bad. Dog, dog, dog. Do you hear that band? Oh, your love is fading, Woman, I'll feel it fading. Oh, your touch, your touch has grown cold. Yeah. Seeing someone else controls your very soul. I'm fooled downhearted as long as I can. I can feel the presence of another man. You would stay just to watch me, darling, drift away from lies within. Can't stop the hurting, living on the run, taking off for granted like you're the only one. I know I could turn. I didn't think so. You'd be gone. I must be prepared. Any time to carry on. So minute by minute by minute by minute. I keep holding on. Man, who else? Who else? <laughs> Say somebody. OJ. Jazz. Jazz. Let me make love to you, darling. Ooh. You forgot that part. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, you should do a, a duet of, say it. Just say it. of your favorite say it. song. Say it, Magic. No, say Magic. it. Flash show, baby. Come yeah. on. So let the sun show begin. Harry, Harry, Harry. Can't afford to pass it by. Guaranteed to make you cry. See the man with the broken heart. You see that he is sad. Oh, so sad. Yeah, it hurts so bad. So So bad. So bad. Come on, Shirley. Oh, intruders. I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Yeah. Only get one, only get one, yeah. I'll always love my mama. She brought me in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said they talking about mama. <laughs> Boy, come on, come on. I want to know your, your name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's all. Call me, oh, yeah. baby, right. it's two, two o'clock. o'clock. Christ, I love my it's just that someone yeah. over, nice. baby, I really want to be with you. 
And if by chance, let me come hold you. Wait, he got verse two. Come I on, know, I know. Make come on, see. Tag team. And let me be. And if by chance, <laughs> I can hold you. I know. If you don't turn to another, don't get to turn to another. That's the way it go. Don't love thing. I don't need no. We don't need no ticket to ride. Harold Melvin in the blue nose. Come on, Steve. Oh, Lord. If you don't know me by now, you All the things, yeah, it is that we've been we through. through. <laughs> Baby, I've got mine, and woman, and you, you got know yours you got yours too. <laughs> Boy, what about this one right here? Oh, the greatest two-part yes, love sir. song ever written. I miss you, oh, miss. yes, sir. Oh, Miss you, miss you, miss you, miss you, miss you. Who's that? Baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's Carol Melvin and Girl, I Teddy know Tendergrass. the truth about it. Oh, Come on. Was, oh, yeah. That I just can't live without you. And that's why I'm confessing my love to you, baby. Who else? <laughs> Who else? You, you didn't do the dramatics. Oh, yeah. But you wait now. Yeah. You gave your all in all. <laughs> Nobody to knows you. this one, though. And he wasn't true. <laughs> he tried to find <laughs> another girl. Listen to this. Sweeter than you. That's <laughs> sweeter. <laughs> Set him on a wild goose chase. I don't know this. This, this is the one he always thinks that we don't know. That no other girl could ever take uh, toast your is the toast? place. That's what I said. Is this the toast? So now he's trying hard <laughs> ooh, to get you back. <laughs> but you know the fool's heart's made of cellophane. You can see that through fine. that. When he had your loves and the palms of his hands, he just wasn't satisfied. So he jived and connived and he had to have another girl right there by your side. Oh, let's give a toast. Give a toast. Give a toast to the fool who let you go. Who let you go? You can't hurt you no more. No, no, no. Three <laughs> times. <laughs> to the fool. To the fool. Who let you go? Who let you go? But now we're together. He can't hurt you no more. Oh, let's have another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that make you drive. That music make you drive cross country. 
Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. Speak on it, Jay. Speak on it. You can drive across the country when you got good music. I testify to that. But let me tell you, it'll make you drive across country for a reason. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, listen. We got to keep that in the show. That's great. That's my jam. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for Comedy Roulette, Jay. Comedy Roulette. It's very simple. Give us five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel, wedge stop, we'll do the damn thing. What you got? It's number one, your mama sure got a lot of uncles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number two, you know why you didn't graduate. <laughs> number three, just because I like to take a break don't mean I'm an alcoholic, okay? Yes, it do. <laughs> number four, you didn't quit. They fired you behind, okay? Wow. You didn't quit. They, they fired you behind. <laughs> Number five, you ain't the only one going through something. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Spin the wheel. Right, spin, spin the, the cat. wheel. Come on, your mama. Your mama. <laughs> no, God, I don't. Please, she's strong. Oh. All right. It landed on, you didn't quit. They fired you. You know damn well you didn't quit that good age job. Don't nobody quit a job at the post office. They fired you. I saw a police escort drive your ass home. Don't nobody quit with a police escort? You was fired from that job. What you got, Junior? I'll tell you what. You know they got fired. When you hear a righteous speech, when you hear a righteous speech, you know what they start talking about? You know what I'm saying? What I refuse to do, my brother, is that I refuse to work for the white man. I'm not going to be in there. No, you didn't quit. They fired They fired your behind. <laughs> what you When you show up at the job with your key card and it don't work no more, you just keep swiping it and swiping uh-huh. it. You didn't quit. Yeah, I believe you got fired. Yeah. I believe that's what yeah. I believe. You got fired. Come on, Steve. You sitting down at Starbucks with your laptop open all damn day. <laughs> You on your fourth grande. Yeah, there's so many people that came in there. There's people that went to work and got off work and you still in there. You talking about I didn't quit because, you know, yeah. I'm trying to find myself at the Starbucks door. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let me tell you something. When you use the phrase, see, I don't go over there much because they tripping over there. Yeah. They tripping. They, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. they over there tripping. tripping. They, yeah. they tripping they over tripping there. Now. And they tripped on me and they done tripped on the wrong person. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. No, you didn't quit. They fired you. What you got, Junior? I tell you what, when you walk in the barbershop on a Wednesday and see Curtis in there with some flip-flops, <laughs> you got flip-flops on it, too. On a Wednesday, dog. Dog, why you ain't at work, Curtis? Why you here? You don't come in here till Saturday. Oh, dog, see, man, I, they tripping over there, dog. I called in. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, you ain't quit. They, they fired you over here. <laughs> When you get to work and everybody whispering and looking at you from over their cubicle and just keep whispering, then somebody just come by and say, man, it's going to be all right. Don't even that thing, man. You, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't got fired. What you got, Steve? You down at the Y. <laughs> MCA? Yeah, playing ball at all the lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Then they ask you, hey, man, you ain't working? <laughs> no, man, they racist. They down there. <laughs> they racist. <laughs> they racist. <laughs> 
dog, racism has existed since we got here. Yeah. It ain't just start on your job. You quit because somebody don't like black people. Get your ass out of here. All right, more of this crazy ignorance show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A report by Zillow finds that nearly 22.5%, 22.5% of U.S. millennials, that's ages 24 to 36, they are living with their mom, which is about 12 million young adults. Ooh, and much. why haven't millennials moved out on their own? Well, according to the report, 12% of them are currently unemployed. Hell. No, he got a job. Does he live with you? Yes, he does. Well, what if you live with your mama and you pass millennial? Like you fifty? What, what, what range is that? You well, should have been put out a long time ago. Well, since he has the most kids, I think we should defer to Steve on this one. Steve, you have some rules for when you live with someone until you get on your feet. Now, this is not for millennials. Uh-uh. This is for anybody. Yeah, it could be for anybody. Yeah, this is for anybody. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to make. I don't want millennials to feel that way. This uh-huh. is for anybody. You've had people. Stay at your house. I had people come live with me, college, ex-college roommates, okay. stuff like that. I, 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 it's some stuff now. <laughs> These are Steve Harvey's rules for living with someone till you get on your feet. These are do's and don'ts. Okay, come on. Some things you need to keep in mind. Here's one right here. Your goal every day is to make it seem like you there. But you're not. That works. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's your goal. That's when it. you wake up, yeah. get it in your mind. Yeah. How do I get out the way? Be him, uh-huh. but look like I ain't here. Right, right. Because uh-huh. you more mess around, get asked to leave. Now. You don't want that. Here's another one. Uh-huh. This is very important. Your car. Uh huh. Should never block me. Keep it one on those. I can't want to go out and I go out there and your car in the damn way you in that sleep. Yeah. In I fact, it. I got news for you. Your car shouldn't even be in front of the house. <laughs> okay. okay. Park talk. up the street and walk down to where you live at. <laughs> Rent free. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Round the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Park at the uh, up the street at the parking lot at <laughs> yeah. the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To yeah. That man, try to make it look like you ain't even got no car. Uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If okay. you watching TV in the other room, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. uh-huh. your laugh should not be where I can hear. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> silence. You better, you better <laughs> lay down the law. <laughs> Don't be in there just, just gut bucket <laughs> yeah. laugh. This oh, should I... be your laugh. Learn how to laugh like this. Here. Let me show you how you laugh when you're in other people's house. How you you can't be enjoying their TV and all this. Right. This is how you laugh. <laughs> what if it's real funny? T? Yeah, what if they're hey. watching the Kings of Comedy yeah, or something? Right that's it. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, Steve would have put me out. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn what you watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh-huh. Don't let me walk in the house and have to tell you to get out of my chair. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, you uh-huh. should only sit. I'm going to tell you the areas you ought to sit in. Okay. The kitchen, uh-huh. <laughs> your bedroom, uh-huh. 
and occasionally yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Don't be taking reading material in there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Focus. Uh-huh. Focus. All right, uh, when we come back, last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss them. We'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are back, uh, last break of the day, and you're going to leave us with some closing remarks. Yeah, you know, I want to share something with you that I uh, came across when I was meditating. And um, a friend of mine, Bishop Geddes, down in the Carolinas, who I met on my talk show one time. We formed a relationship. Uh, very, very helpful, Bishop Geddes. Uh, he sends me inspiration all the time. He just, I mean, he's just a good dude, man. He just care about me. He always sends me something timely. And one of the things he sent me, I was thinking about on the, uh, on, when I was meditating this summer, and it's something that I'm guilty of even myself. And I was explaining it to a couple of people that work around here, and they would come on, you say that? You feel that way? Yeah, man, it's all relative. You know, it doesn't matter how you think my life is. The fact that I might be still shorting myself is a very, very real reality. And there is a possibility moving forward that you could also be shorting your life for what it could truly be. Have you ever thought about that? You could be making one mistake that's that's cutting you off from the life that you could really have. You're actually sort short-circuiting your blessings because of a very simple thing that we do. And I'm guilty of this myself, and I had to catch myself this summer. And one of the things I came away with, I said, man, I got to dream bigger. I have got to dream bigger. Because I've exposed myself with people who have so much more. Now, do you need so much more? No. But God said he would give you the desires of your heart. He'll even put some stuff on your heart to desire. You ain't even know what's really there. But he wants you to see that too. So, look, I'm out of the need business. I just need him. He's all I need. Of course, I need love and people that care about me and friendship. I'm not saying I don't need nothing, but as far as material stuff, I don't need anything. It's just stuff I want. But it's nothing wrong with wanting more. As long as you're grateful for where you're at. But here's what happens, and it happens to me, and it may be happening to you, and I don't want you to short-circuit your blessings. I don't want you to knock yourself out of something that you could have. Listen to me. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. I'm going to repeat that, but I got some more. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. One more time, y'all. Listen to this. This is so good, man. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Oh, man, this is so good. Do you know how many times we reshape what we want based on where we at right now? Do you know how many times you've bought a car based on how much you made? 
Well, now you're saying, well, of course, Steve, you got to fit it in the budget. But hold up, though. But did you really want something else? Did you really see yourself driving a different model, the upscale model? Did you see you with that car, but it was fully loaded? I'm just saying, well, you know what you shouldn't do? You shouldn't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. See, so you make a purchase based on where you at right now. When if you kept the faith, continued to work, do you know that God, there's a strong possibility that he was going to give you the car of your dreams? But you quit operating on faith. You started functioning on your reality. And so you end up blocking what God could do for you because you made a move too fast based on where you were. When what you should have did, you should have buckled down and upgraded your conviction, got more serious about it, got more funky with it, got a little bit more determined to get what you saw in your dreams and your visions, upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Because where God going to take you and what he really got for you, you got to get your conviction to match that. Stop knocking your dreams down because it don't and fitting it into your reality today. You ought to try something else because I had to force myself to do it. I got to upgrade my conviction to match your destiny. God has a bigger life for me and that I know for sure. And many of you feel the same way. You keep saying, man, there's got to be more to my life than this. Man, I really see God working on my behalf. Just got to hang in there. You just got to hang in there, man. Now, you got to keep working, but you got to hang in there. When I say hang in there, do not lose faith. That's the hanging in there I'm talking about. Don't give up because it didn't got funky for you. Hang in there. Be strong. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Those are my closing remarks. Oh, you better drop the mic on that one for real, though. Did he fall? No, he dropped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know how the mic gonna land. Woo, not really. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Come on, that Steve was profound. Steve. Yeah, I love it. I, love I had yeah. to learn that. I really did. Mm-hmm. I was making this mistake, man. All right, take us home, Steve. Y'all have a great week. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 